Welcome to the How to Find Your Purpose course from Plato University. If you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means, then this course is for you. Combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking, you'll learn to develop passions into purpose, find out who you really are, how to make an impact in this world, and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life. If you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at Plato.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Yesterday, we talked about creating a daily practice. And as you approach pursuing your purpose or begin taking daily actions in your practice, you will inevitably come to a dozen intrusive thoughts that will hinder your progress. These might be things like, I'm not good enough to do this. Who am I to try and solve this problem? I really suck at this. Everybody else thinks I'm crazy. And probably a dozen other variations of these sorts of thoughts. And the honest truth about these is they really never go away. Even as I'm creating this course now, I have the same thoughts run through my head of who am I to be talking about these things or trying to help other people. I'm not good enough to take on the education system. All of these lesson recordings suck and all these other dozens of thoughts that run through my head. However, what you're gonna learn in this lesson is to control your thoughts so that you can continue to engage in that daily practice and move towards your purpose, even though that these might be running through your head. And this is why mindset matters. The state of your mind, body, and spirit is the direct result of all the decisions you've made in your life up till this point. Physical health, cognitive performance, happiness, and well-being, these are driven almost entirely by our beliefs and behaviors. We spoke about some of the practice killers in the last lesson, and day after day choosing to exercise or watch Netflix, pull an all-nighter or get some sleep, eat clean or binge on junk food, all these decisions create our days and our days create our lives as a whole. Each of us are gonna face unique physical and mental challenges, but no matter the hand you have dealt to you, your mindset makes a massive difference in what you do. To achieve a new mindset and transform your life, you have to believe two things. Your situation, no matter what it is, no matter where you're starting, is changeable for the better. And you are capable of making that change happen. So what needs to change? What steps need to be taken and actions put into place? How can you design your best life? As you engage in this daily practice, you're going to reach frustration. The work is hard, there's long hours, and the voice in your head is telling you to quit all the time. If you're interested in being the best person that you can be and following this path to purpose, your inner monologue needs to support the best you want to be. And we know this path is filled with repetition. Even if you've got passion and purpose perfectly aligned and completely love the things that you're doing, what you do is often reduced to a daily checklist, just like we explored in the last lesson. This means a large portion of that path to purpose is going to include boredom, routine, and petty frustration. And all of this is why thought control matters. Without the grit to control your thoughts, the boredom and frustration that come from every routine will quickly spiral downward. You may be doing exactly what you love, and yet completely hating your life. So taking control of your mindset, taking control of your thoughts, is about enhancing your optimism and your own self-confidence. And the reason we need this is because the ones who succeed are the ones who stay in it the longest. Yes, there may be people that are super talented or genetically gifted, and it seems like they just reach success without a bit of effort. But the majority of people that have been successful just put in hard work every single day towards what they wanted to succeed. And the only reason that they were able to show up and do this every day is because they changed their mindset about what they were doing. 
They made a more empowering mindset for themselves. So let's discuss how we can create an empowering mindset as we pursue our purpose. And there's four things that we can do in order to create this empowering mindset. The first is to start with a growth mindset. A growth mindset is the belief that our abilities and intelligence can be developed through effort and deliberate practice, as opposed to a fixed mindset, which assumes that everything is already set in stone, that we're not capable of change. When you have the intrusive thought come in that I suck at this, if you come at it with the approach of a growth mindset, you can say, maybe I'm not able to perform like I want to right now, but with some learning and practice, I'll be able to do this activity in the future. Instead of saying something like, I'll never be able to change the education system or solve this problem, say, I may not be able to do that at this moment, but with enough hard work, practice, dedication, and studying of this, eventually at one time, I will be able to do that. You're always looking towards ways that you can grow. And if you engage in the path to mastery, learning different skills, you'll see this growth mindset start to build in yourself because you'll be learning a skill and putting it into action and seeing what you're capable of and starting to create this feedback loop that I didn't know this thing before and I couldn't do this action. But now that I've learned the skills and started to apply them, I'm actually able to solve these problems. So when another problem occurs in the future, you know that all you need to do is go learn how to solve it. The second thing we can do to create an empowering mindset is learn to control our thoughts. And you can use a three-pronged approach to controlling your thoughts, using self-talk, mindfulness, and gratitude. If you want to control your thoughts, positive self-talk is the place to start. Thoughts usually come in two flavors, constricting thoughts and expanding thoughts. Constricting thoughts are along the lines of this sucks, I can't handle this, why is my life so unfair? They start to shrink your options and abilities. Positive thoughts move in the other direction. I choose to be here, I've got a handle on this, and I can definitely rise to the occasion. And research has shown that you're going to need a lot more positive talk than you think. It usually takes three positive thoughts to counter a single negative thought. And once you have this positive self-talk going, it leads to positive emotions, which expand our perspective, giving us the ability to create action plans beyond our normal routines. And these new action plans usually alleviate the boredom and frustration that come with our daily practice. And these positive emotions can also increase our resilience when going through this practice. But a word of warning here, positive self-talk needs to be grounded in reality. We can't trick our brains because our brains are wired to detect mismatches between self-fact and self-fiction. The best way to talk yourself up is to remind yourself of stuff you know is true. If there have been times where you faced similar challenges and succeeded, then that's where you start. The second prong that we're going to use to control our thoughts is gratitude. Having a daily gratitude practice alters the brain's negativity bias. It changes our amygdala's filter, essentially training it to take in more positive information. And this works so well because the positive stuff you're grateful for is stuff that's already happened. So we're not bullshitting ourselves like we just mentioned that you wanted to avoid in the self-talk. I also mentioned in the last lesson that when we're focused on such large aspirations, such as our purpose and the problems we want to solve, it can seem like the entire world is falling apart. We're never going to reach that point, And we start to get a negativity bias towards our lives right now. But if we can take into account all the things that we're grateful for right now in this moment, we understand that yes, we're trying to work towards something better, but we enjoy our life now as well. The third prong for controlling your thoughts is having a mindfulness practice. The ability to control your thoughts is the ability to recognize and control the gap. A little millisecond between the moment a thought arises and the moment our brain attaches an emotion to that thought. 
Once that feeling is attached, especially if it's negative, there's usually too much energy in the system to shut it down. But if you can get into that gap between the thought and emotion, you can replace a bad thought with a better one, neutralizing that stress response in the short term and reprogramming the brain in the long term. And this is where mindfulness is going to help because mindfulness is the act of paying attention to one's mind. By observing your thoughts as they arise, you start to notice the gap between the thought and the feeling and soon discover the simple act of noticing gives you freedom. And once there's space to move, there's freedom to choose and you can become active rather than reactive. I'll provide some links to some different resources for you to begin gaining a mindfulness practice because there's a dozens of them out there. But realize what we're trying to do here is train our brain to recognize when these thoughts are coming in, to recognize that gap and be able to take control of them. Now, the third piece that we're going to focus on for creating an empowering mindset is learning to work with grit and managing willpower. Grit is not just the energy it takes to push through a difficult task, but the energy needed to push through years of difficult tasks, because that's what we're going to face on our path to purpose. Without the ability to tough out the hard times, you're rarely going to get anywhere worth going. Grit is all about doing the hard thing and embracing the suck. And what some researchers have found is a clear link between grit and what level of happiness people pursue. Less gritty people hunt happiness through pleasure, while much grittier folks choose engagement and moving towards a sense of purpose. And while grit requires more energy and emotional fortitude in the short run, it provides a much bigger boost in mood and motivation in the long run. And you probably know this intuitively. Think back about your proudest accomplishments so far. Maybe even go back to the first section when we went through exercises of discovering ourselves and writing our stories. Think back to those proud moments and think about how hard you worked to accomplish them. My bet is the memories that brought you the most happiness, the ones that provide actual optimism and confidence for your future, were the ones that where you worked the hardest to achieve those things. Now, grit is intimately tied to willpower. Because willpower is self-control, the ability to resist distraction, stay focused, and delay gratification. And unfortunately, it's a finite resource. Often as you move throughout your day, you're losing less and less willpower because of all the things that are thrown at you, the decisions you have to make, and the things that you must resist. However, we're going to need that willpower in order to have the grit to persevere. We need the willpower to do the hard thing and to embrace the suck. So my advice is when you're doing your daily practice, start your day with the hardest task and work backward in descending order of importance and difficulty to the easiest. This way you have the most willpower and grit to get over that hard task. And the more hard tasks you do, the faster you make it towards achieving your goals. And finally, the last piece to creating an empowering mindset is learning to overcome fear. My guess is that you're pretty fearful of the ambition of the thing that you're trying to achieve. And if you don't learn to work with this emotion, it's certainly going to learn how to work with you. It's going to seep in and keep you from doing the things you want to accomplish. But if you can take all that energy from fear and use it to drive focus and concentration in the short term and as a directional arrow in the long term, then you've added an extremely potent force to your stack of grit skills. Overcoming fear is a practice of learning to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And this is when you can begin to use fear as a compass. Often the people that succeed will head in the direction that scares them the most because this is going to amplify your attention and your brain's capabilities to come up with novel solutions for overcoming that fear. The boost in performance the state provides helps you push through your fear and rise to bigger challenges. But as you overcome those challenges, there's something even greater that you'll realize that your potential lies on the other side of your greatest fears. 
So by confronting your fears, you're expanding your capacity and teaching yourself to remain psychologically stable and in control, even in situations that feel unstable and uncontrollable. No matter what you're pursuing, you're going to come to challenges. And so the more that you can face the fears of those challenges, the more you're going to be able to succeed in the long run. So in order to create an empowering mindset, start with a growth mindset, learn to control your thoughts, learn to work with grit and manage willpower, and learn to overcome fear. For our activity today, what I want you to do is start examining some of the thoughts that you have around your purpose. When you think about taking action on this every day, what are the thoughts that start to come up? And then use some of the resources that I provide in the extra resources to begin reframing those and starting to take control of those thoughts so that they're empowering and can move you forward. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course to get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners. Then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.